Well, welcome to the programme. Dear friends, family and leaders, do you know, I was just thinking that it's this time of the year or that time of the year where we celebrate harvest and all the, the crops are in, the wheat is gathered here in the UK, we've had a fantastic summer and it should be a month of fruit bearing even into October. We've had a very rainy season so far in October which sort of shortens our summer and uh, makes the winter seem a little longer. We don't get an awful lot of excellent sunshiny weather in the UK. But I was looking at this story about the fig tree in Habitat 3, 17 and 19. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labour of the oil shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The stock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stores. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the Lord my God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon mine hind high places. <clears throat> I can't think what would happen if all our crops failed, as they did in those days, to bring about that verse in Habitat. There are seasons of life and we learn as we grow to embrace each one that some have grown so accustomed to little or no fruit that this has brought out a mindset of satisfaction with the status quo, which is very often near to no growth, no fruit and no harvest. A maintenance mindset of contentment in all things, even if the fig tree, and I quote here, does not blossom. The Lord would say to many this month of September and October, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a froggy throat. The Lord would say to many of his, his people this month that I am about to astound you with harvests, plural, in many areas of your life. September is normally a month where the Lord looks down on many of his children and sees the mindset of peace and contentment. A mindset of whatever will be, will be. A state of mind of unless the Lord builds this house, Psalm 127, it cannot and ought not to be built. A paradigm of a man can only receive that which heaven gives, John 3. And as we trust him as our provider and holder of our destiny, he will cause joy to come in September and October and November and December and he will see us right the way through the winter. The Lord is commanding his host to pour out more than enough. He is releasing blessings and commanding fish to come into your net to the degree that you will cry out, come and help us with a catch of fish. He is pouring out finances so that you will have more than enough to ask your bank details of many who are close to so as to share the blessing. Ah, Master, you know that I speak your word. 
I pray single out those whom you have appointed from among your sons and your daughters who hear this word of blessing for increase, for multiplication of that which they have been faithful with to honour of your holy name. For many, I see how you have tried and tried strong basic biblical and foundational principles to achieve blessing and multiplication in your life and your ministry and your stewardships of your resources and affairs of life which seemingly little or no visible success. You have wondered inwardly to yourself, do these principles of life not work? Sowing and reaping, hard work and diligence in all things, prayer and believing God, and maintaining a spirit of excellence? Why am I not seeing the fruit that I hope for in my life? You have inquired of the Lord. Though you have toiled all night, the Lord would say to you, even as he said to Peter and his companions, let down your net for a catch. In other words, go back to the elementary principles of your trade and ministry. Revisit the things that God has instructed you to be faithful in. They did not work previously, but now... God is about proving himself faithful to you. This is your season of ripeness, fruitfulness, says your God. This is a month of revisiting first principles in all that you are doing. If you are a ministry leader, gather with your team and look over the strategies and basics of what you are doing and how you're, going, and how, how you're actually doing it. If you're in business, have a sit down with your mentor and reappraise your operations to make sure that they line up with the business plan that you started with. And if you're a homemaker, reaffirm your commitment to biblical values of child rearing and keeping your home happy and in line with biblical ethos. Relational and emotional healing. Well, I see many emotional healings in, in this month going on till just before the year of the, the end of the year. I see a strange relationships being reconciled. Dear God, bring aunts back to the dinner table. Bring sons-in-law back into favour. Release love and forgiveness for those who have defiled their marriage beds. Release repentance and reconciliation to those who have caused offence, to those who have betrayed trust, who have broken confidence, to those who have misappropriated positions. Lord, bring peace again, I pray. And our next one talks about crooked ways that will harm your inheritance. The Lord wants to warn those who are building, but not by the book. This may be a ministry, a business, a corporation, whatever. As I read this, I can see someone who is saying to themselves, but it is working regarding the practices which they themselves know are not in line with God's word or character. 
It is a principle of scripture that if you build not according to the revelation of God's word, it will harm your inheritance. It will bear fruit in the lives of your offspring. Doesn't matter how well you're doing. That means you could be doing so much better. And you just might lose the how well bit as well. Consider Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Consider the numerous Bible stories of those whose sin bore fruit, not in their lives, but in those of the offspring. What you sow, you will reap. A prolific lifestyle, dabbling in things you ought not to, if not repented of, will impinge on the destiny of your kids, your children, your grandchildren. One day you will go the way of all the earth. The most important things you will leave for your children are your principles, the pillars of righteousness that you walked by. Do not miss the opportunity being given to you right now to make straight paths for your feet. If you've been involved in stuff that you know and had no business being involved in, call your family round for a meal, confess your sins and shortcomings or talk to your pastor. Ask for forgiveness and assure the people around you that you have changed. And, and then, you know, you've got to make amends where required. Make restitution. In so doing, you are laying a foundation that will stand for them long after you have left the earth. Do it for the sake of your kids, both alive now and sit in the loins of your sons. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Proverbs 13 verse 22. God bless you and lots of love to you in Christ. This is Pastor Iris signing off for now, but I will be back. <laughs>